0: Yo, what's up, man? Do you want to go get something to eat? I'm fucking starving. Dude, I'm tired of walking. Let's just go into this place right here. I don't All care right. what they have. Let's just do it. Right. Who's food at this
1: fucking point? Oh, my God. Is that fucking Olivia? Olivia, what the fuck are you doing? You're hosting here? Oh, oh, shit.
2: Hi.
1: Yo, uh, what are you doing right now? We're about to go get some food and drinks. You should join us.
2: I'll close in about five minutes, and I'll come and join you.
1: All right. Well, we'll be right over there. Whenever you're done, come find us. Fuck yeah. I love new friends. Welcome to Mise on Plaster, a podcast about the service industry by the people who have or are
0: currently working in it. Thanks for joining us. You didn't fucking have to, but you did. I'm Colin. This is Andrew, and this week we are joining, or this week
1: we are going to be discussing sobriety, both in and outside of the service industry, with an old server, bartender, jack-of-all-trades friend of mine, Olivia. Olivia, say hi. Hello! Dude, bro, I'm I'm stoked to have you on. This is gonna be fun. Oh, me too. I'm this is very very interesting topic.
0: Right, right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. All right. Well, Colin, before we get into all that, how was your last shift, dude? I don't even want to talk about my last shift. I want to talk about the last two weeks of my life. Damn. Two okay. Weeks. All right. So right now we have lifted all mask mandate or vaccine mandate protocols. All of that. So. What? Bars are fucking Insane right now Alright, there's a ton of people who are coming in With like this weird flex of like Oh, I can come to a bar now Because I couldn't before Because I wasn't vaccinated And I'm like, wow. shut the fuck up, man Stop flexing on some bullshit that's happening You're just flexing on stupidity Or they'd come in and they'd be like Do you need to see our vaccine card? <laughs> and they'd be like No, we're not doing that anymore And they're like I know. And I'm like, do you want me to give you a gold star or some shit? Like, what do you fucking want? Like, right. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Right. And in this process of bars being insane, we had our first St. Patty's Day mm. since 2019. All right. Oh, I bet that was fun. Oh my God. I actually, surprisingly, I only had to cut one person off really? during the day.
3: Oh, wow. All I right. wonder what the nighttime was like.
0: I mean, they, they actually had a pretty like crazy, but tame night. But like the lady that I had to cut off, she was just, she was at a 15. I needed her at a two. She was asking everyone to get the microphone because it was her friend's birthday. And even though we already made a big deal, I turned off the music and yelled and had the whole bar cheer for this woman. And I love this woman, not the woman that was asking for the microphone. This woman, she just is this tiny person that works from the bar, puts down rye whiskey, And I don't understand where her where she puts it in her body. It's crazy. Um, so at one point, she's sitting next to one of my favorite regulars, the nicest dude, he calls me his buddy. He's invited me on a cruise with him before. That dude's fucking awesome. Did you go? No, No, I didn't go. It was in January. And like, I at some point I will go on a cruise with this man. That's so dope. He's fucking awesome. Anyway. But I put a drink in front of her and she is trying to be like coy. And she makes the joke of like, do I need to worry about this drink or, uh, is this man gonna take advantage of me? And I was just like, nope, you're done. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who you are. That's not a fun joke at all. Fuck off. You piece of shit person. I don't fucking care who you are. Not a fun joke. Not in my goddamn bar. Fuck off. Wait, so, she was, she was, she was uh, thinking you were gonna do it? No, she was thinking that this regular was gonna do it. And she. Uh- was- cheeky and like oh Ah. this is funny and i'm like no you're a piece of shit person fuck off so that was saint patty's day during all this process i'm also trying to find a new place to live and the market's crazy and finding a place in new york city is fucking insane but guys guess what right before we started recording i'm gonna get a new lease sent tomorrow for a new place yay no shit
3: congrats
0: wait you're not gonna, gonna be living on your own no, I'm living with, uh, like, bro, with two other make, guys. Must um, so we'll still have a we'll still have a recording space and studio in the basement. Three bedrooms, bathroom and a half, backyard, cool spot in Bushwick. Fuck yeah, Bushwick! Fucking pumped! Shout out to it's the ghetto boys. And I can talk to you about my horror stories about that. But guess what? This is a realtor podcast. This is a hospitality podcast. So yeah. in the process of all of that. I am very tired. I worked at 4 a.m. the other night, right before St. Patty's Day. I don't normally do that, so that was interesting. Whoa. And uh here I am. Yeah. I almost cried for a second because I'm that tired. It but it's like fine. All right. I'm going to move here in a week. It's going to be delightful. And yeah. like this place is going to be dope. Well, fuck it. There you go, man. So I guess, uh, Drew, how was your last shift? Okay. So,
1: I mean, as you know, or our listeners who do listen, if you are, thank you. Um, I don't do service work anymore, I work at maintenance, or I guess I don't even do maintenance really, I basically just drive patients to and from their doctor's appointments, you know what I mean, that's pretty much it, it's, it's so boring, I hate it, it's mind-numbing, I have to listen to the same shitty country station all day long, because everything else I want to listen to is wildly inappropriate to be playing around the elderly, but today there's this, okay, so there's this resident who's like, kind of a pervert, and like, I get some kind of off color remarks said to me and usually it makes me really really uncomfortable but whatever i let her fucking roll off my shoulder today this resident um i had to be at work like an hour early which means i had to be there like six o'clock in the morning to take her to surgery and normally she's like bubbly like sexually harassing me kind of fucking thing but today she was just like super out of it because she had to take these meds and she was all just kind of fucked up and like not there Completely, and I was just like, "I wish you would just hit on me right now," because I feel really bad. I'm like, I'm concerned, like you're gonna die or some shit. You know what I mean? Because she's she's a nice lady. She just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, that's whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. well I mean, but yeah, that was pretty much the big highlight of my day. I mean, that was pretty much oh, it. i'm Sorry, you didn't get hit on. I'll I'm, I'm pleased. Thank you. It's not big sexy. There we go. That's more like where it. that dick <laughs> at? Oh, you know where it's at. <laughs> it's on my shoulder, right? <laughs> I should go to a doctor. <laughs> All right. Well, Olivia, how was your last shift?
2: Um, you know, i I don't really work in the services industry anymore either. I take that back. I work Saturdays, and it's luxury. But I've been on vacation in Santa Fe, um, exploring yeah. a spiritual awakening because that's what white people do in Santa Fe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, it's <that's> scary.
2: <laughs> and it's been great. But I have to say, Santa Fe offers one type of food, and that is um queso and green or red chili. And that's it. There's no Vietnamese. There's no ramen. There's no sandwich places. There's nothing but fucking enchiladas and queso. And I'm I'm over it.
1: it's yeah, that's <laughs> I, I mean that's 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 Tex country like fucking thought. You know what I mean? mean Romeos everywhere.
0: I have to ask, how's your butthole doing?
2: <laughs> it, you know, it's it's rough. I just got off of like antibiotics. Oh, and well. so I have to do the whole like gut biome reset after that. Oh. And right after things were like getting back to normal, I had Tex Mex. And it's I just want broccoli and yogurt. That's it. Broccoli and yogurt. Right. <laughs>
0: Thank you for letting me ask that inappropriate question because I just was very curious. Thank you. Thank you. Now the whole world knows
1: about your butthole. congratulations.
2: It's okay. We should talk about poop more often. Normalize the shits. Right. Let's normalize
0: buttholes, guys, okay? That's the stance on today's episode. Normalize buttholes. Right. We're we're putting a hashtag in the description. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, but, um, uh, getting pretty close to getting to this week's topic before we do that. Colin, what you drinking?
0: All right. So I am drinking a grapefruit high noon. If you've never had a high noon, it's a, it's a canned seltzer, but instead of being made with malt liquor, it's made with actual vodka. It's probably okay. the only way I drink vodka and we'll get into why I stay away from vodka later in this episode. And then I also have a little sidecar of Escalon tequila. Nice, And it's, uh, it's, it's given me some life right now. So I'm very happy about that. A quick question. Uh, huh? La- a quick question. Last, 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 uh,
1: last episode, you were drinking that, that Akashi. Did you ever get to try the, uh, the Akashi Ume?
0: No, I did not. But what do I got in front of me? I got the wine cask and I got the, I think I drank the wine cask last. No, I had the malt green last time. Yeah. I had the wine cask, but just like a tiny bit. Yeah. And then the other night one of my roommates that uh he has not been drinking for a while but due to all this stress of moving he uh came home and he was like we figured everything out cool i'm having a fucking drink and he was about to pour some like shit whiskey and i said mike if you're gonna do this i need you to have this all right and i poured us a couple little bits of it and i gave him the little sample bottle and i was like that's yours all right you enjoy that nice when you want
1: that's very nice of
0: you. And that stuff is... It's it's divine. That's it's delicious. just divine. That's delicious. Like, like, I'm a garbage person, so I don't need fancy things. Right. right? But, but yes. like, every once in a while, treat yourself. Treat, myself, treat yourself. Right. right. And by a treat myself, I mean people give me stuff at the bar thinking that we might sell it at some point, and we never will. <laughs> I work in a dive bar, so... Right. Thanks for the free samples, bitch. Toy! Right. Speaking of garbage...
1: Shit or garbage whiskey. I am drinking a Canadian blend by Canadian Springs. Ooh, it's man, aged. Th- it's It's eighty. Santa. It's aged thirty six months, and it's it's hot dog piss in a glass, but it's cheap, and I've grown accustomed to it. So it's what I drink. Oh so. man,
2: that brings back some old memories. I was about to say you <laughs> probably you know. I
1: probably you probably know all about that. little Sean and shit. <laughs> He's the one who got some me hooked on the shit.
3: Memories. Right.
1: Yes. <laughs> All right, well, getting getting close. Olivia, what are uh, what are you drinking? Well, you're I'm not well, you're not drinking. drinking. And that's a no, part of this episode. No, but I do
2: have a nice tea. An African black tea that I got Ooh. at the museum. Rice is
0: nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, I like one thing I will say is that like from my shift today is that someone came in and sat down and they were like they ordered food and they're like, "Hey, this is going to sound really weird, but I know you guys have, like, a hot cider drink, but, like, can I just have hot cider? And I was like, bro, that's not that weird. I thought you were going to ask something, like, something fucking bizarre out of nowhere. I'll get you a hot cider, man. Like, fucking enjoy it. Hot cider is great. Like, Mm -hmm. and, like, the question, I get the question all the time where I'm like, hey, what are you guys drinking today? And they're like, I'm not drinking. I'm like, do you want a water? They're like, yeah, I would like a water. I'm like, that is something to drink. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to force like booze on you. Like, right. Fucking enjoy water. If you want a soda, have a fucking soda. Right. All right. We also got like right now we've got Heineken Double Zero, which for non-alcoholic brews, it's not bad. Tastes like Heineken. Cool. I don't know why they have a commercial with some dude driving a convertible, flexing that he's drinking that while he's driving. That's stupid yeah. as hell. It's still um, illegal. Well, actually, Heineken Double Zero has no alcohol in it. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. No shit. Because I know it's that some of the NA's so have like a tiny bit. So yeah, so they usually have about illegal. like 0. 0.5. Um, so that one, that is the like first that's come out. Probably not the first, but like first that I know of that has uh-huh. zero alcohol in it. Um, and then we also were gifted a case of Guinness Zero, which has 0.5%, which not bad. Not a Guinness. Yeah, fair enough. So, right. yeah. But yeah, right. no, sorry. I just wanted to, I was relating to that. So, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. No worries. No worries. We're all sure
1: we have listeners who are interested about non alcoholic beer because this is a sobriety episode. So, if you're sober and you're listening to that, go drink Heineken double zero. Heineken, if you're listening, fucking sponsor us. Get at me. Right. Emails in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Olivia, on the topic of sobriety um, for this episode, um, I'm sure you just flat out didn't have an addiction just out of the blue one day. You know what I mean? I'm sure it was like a a gradual buildup because who goes from, oh, I'm going to have a beer, like, oh, I'm going to go fucking blow lines in the fucking bathroom for like my entire shift kind of thing. Like, what was the progression that led you um, into your addiction? And uh, what was your addiction, if you don't mind me asking? Mm.
2: Um, I like this question. I, um, recently just went through, like, cataloged the course of my addiction from, you know, Uh, the beginning to the end. So this is cool. Um, and honestly, I, I think I was, I was born with it. (laughs) Um, like as a child, I didn't know how to cope and I came into the world screaming bloody murder.
0: Yeah.
2: My mother recounts this story. Bloody murder
0: or bloody Mary?
2: Oh.
0: (laughs) That's <laughs> me making a little joke. All right.
2: My mom said that I came that when I was born, she was laying in the hospital and told the nurse, boy, I pity that mother with the screaming child. And the nurse said, that's your, that's yours. <laughs> and oh, wow. That, like, <laughs> carried on my whole life. So I guess like, as far as like when I knew or like that there was a problem, I don't know. I have like multiple DOCs or drugs of choice. Like drinking is definitely number one, but I dabbled in like, um, I had definite stints of cocaine and like exploring hallucinogens and, uh, like a small hiccup with opiates. But, um, I'd say that alcohol was like the running force. Um, and I, I think I was an alcoholic like right off the bat. Like I didn't, I started with liquor. I didn't start with beer. Really? I didn't start with wine. I started with liquor in the high school.
1: Do you remember what your first drink was?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, it was that that Raz Rum.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, that Bacardi Raz Rum.
2: Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. That was my first drink.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to judge you, but I'm drinking Canadian Springs, so. <laughs>
0: Pie I, you you, I drank a lot of trash things, and I still drink a lot of trash things. So,
2: All right? Yeah, I mean, it was lovely in high school when, like, when you mix the raz rum with apple pucker and put it in um, Rockstar, and it was like,
0: oh, it, it was game oh, over. Yeah. I was a I was a UV blue and Rockstar kid, so
3: uh, we called it yay. an Irish girl.
0: Yeah, what? We called it an Irish girl. It was Why? UV blue and Rockstar. And it became this green color, and I drank it a lot with, uh, you know, uh, I'll I'll call him our buddy JT. I don't want to bring up anyone's names, but yeah, I drank a lot with him of that, and uh, yeah,
1: got us into a lot of trouble. I bet that sounds so so dangerous. Like, why would you mix booze with energy drinks? Like, you already do dumb enough shit when you're drunk. Why amplify that by putting Rockstar on top of it? I can get into a
0: whole side story on caffeinated beverages (laughs) with booze in them. But that's a, that's a, that's a lengthy, it's not, it's a, that's a whole conversation. I don't know if we want to get into that, but I'm telling you, I get it. In combination with like being like born with an addiction issue. I mean, I think addiction is definitely a thing that is, it's generational. It's passed down Mm -hmm. from your families. And I know I have my own addiction issues definitely during lockdown. I dealt with them, learned a lot about myself and the way that I operate and stuff. And even my my older brother, he quit drinking when he was 15. Strongest person I've ever met. He had one bad night and then he's never had a drink since. He was just like, nope, I see it enough around me. I see it within the family. Do you agree that it's a generational thing? Do you think it's something like addiction is something that's passed down from your family?
2: Yeah, I come from a whole long line of addicts, like a really colorful history of addicts in all walks, shapes, and forms. But I don't, the one thing about it is like, you have to decide whether you have a problem or not. Like no one else can tell you that. They might, but like, you have to decide that. And I did like 10 years of research. Oh, no longer. Like 12, 12 years of research. To decide like whether or not I actually had a problem.
0: Do you mean research as in like living your life with an addiction or do you mean research as in like having an addiction and reading
2: about everything? Mm, no, living, living your life. I didn't, I don't know if I like really read about it. Um, uh, my, like my mother's an addict and, uh, an alcoholic. And so I knew a little bit about that from what she told me. But like she always told me, like you decide for yourself. So I went into drinking and drugs with like a a fucking bang. Like I was like, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna go home. So you like, you're totally gonna go take hard, it. Go hard or yeah. go home. Let's go. Bend it.
0: I appreciate um, that.
2: But I think there was like a long a long battle of like, oh, it's not that bad yet, or it's. I don't really have a problem. I had one beer the other day, right? Um, It's an accumulation of like issues that develop, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" I'm a fucking addict. I think I have a fucking problem.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, I I I totally understand that because my I've had several situations in my life. No, m- more like two. I went through hard tragedy and. Gained a fuck ton of weight, and I didn't remember most days. And then I was like, I should probably leave Nebraska again, and I did. So that helped everything. And then lockdown happened. And then during lockdown, I was putting down, I was putting down a handle of vodka in two and a half days by myself. And then one day, I fell on my face, broke my glasses, and I was like, You gotta leave, bro. Like you can't do this. And I, I, and I left. Like. That was it. And did the, did the change of scenery help? Oh, my God. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I like during lockdown, I learned a lot about myself. And I think I spoke about it before, but I didn't realize yeah. how much I strive on social interaction. Mm-hmm. And uh without that, I during the first like month and a half of lockdown, I was very proactive. I was working out. I was getting my other podcast off the ground. It was great. But then once. I realized I couldn't talk to strangers or anyone other than the people that I live with. I I just, I lost it. And I would hide in my room. I wouldn't see my roommates for days. And then one day, I fell on my face. I booked a car that cost way too much money. Called my uncle at fucking 2.30 a.m. He was still awake. I was half cocked. I was fucking hammered. And I was like, listen, are you guys bringing your dogs to Tennessee? Because I have to go down there. so." You can't because their dogs don't get along with my dog.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So, and then, like, when I went down there, my uh, brother was very concerned with my well-being because he thought, you're going to be by yourself. I don't trust you with the issues that you have down there. And I said, my friend, I'm sorry. I got to fucking do this. And I went down there. I worked on a house. I just needed things to do. Yeah. That's it. Idle hands
3: and shit. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Right. Like... Like I rather than being in a city where I could see everyone in the world at any time, I needed to be in a place where I was alone, like couldn't see anyone. I was in the middle of fucking nowhere, Just living in a fucking cabin in the woods, fixing a deck, cutting down trees. It was beautiful. Well, so, awesome. so quarantine aside, like I was living
2: just, the dream right there. Yeah, I
0: would, I would, <laughs> yeah. Fuck like who gives a shit about quarantine? I want to do that fucking right now. Oh. I would love to do that, but I, I like to be around culture.
2: Uh,
1: down there, there,
0: there is not. Yeah. Just there is one type of person and that person is very right sided white dudes. Yeah. Which cool. Have your own opinions, live your own lives, but like, let's have a conversation. That's a whole nother thing.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So
0: sorry. I didn't know. No, 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 no. Like, it's it's all good.
1: Dude, it's cool. It's cool. We need to take a time in here. It's all good. You had not mentioned that moving to New York City had helped um quell, I guess, the or as much as you were drinking, Olivia. Did you find that to ring true for you as well when you moved to where you're at now? I don't want to say where you're at.
2: Cause... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think like when I was when I was in Nebraska, I like everything was great, you know, like on the outsides. Um, I had like started my career job and like my employer really likes me, mm-hmm. um, for what I was late all the time. I don't understand why, but he loves uh, me right. and I had a beautiful staff that I worked with and I was an exhibiting artist and had like all of these wonderful things. But the end of the day, like there was this hollow sensation, like I felt hollow. And so I just kind of like up and left. I was like, I gotta go. I- Thought that I was gonna like settle in Nebraska, and that was like such a traumatizing idea. That oh my god, I'm gonna actually live forever in <laughs> Nebraska. Like that can't happen.
3: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I like I like this city.
2: I mean, it's great. It offers some wonderful things, but it wasn't like I don't know. It's just it wasn't what I wanted. I get it. Um, and so I up and left, and I like said that I had this calling to go back home. Which I think is true. I got, went back home and I found out that my parents like weren't doing well. Um, my father was diagnosed with cancer and Whoa. my mother was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's and like shit. Oh, I got really drunk and broke my foot. Um, and so I was immobile for a long time and stuck in this dark basement and it like perpetuated this like victim, like the whole world is Whoa, crashing down around yeah. me. Yeah. It was like the darkest moment of my life. And I think that's like, that was my like wake up call of like, Oh my God. (laughs) You like you some, something's got to give like your life is right. Yeah. Like your life is unmanageable (laughs) and, and you like something's got to change. Word. So yeah.
1: Okay. Well, shitty segue coming in. But when you, when you were working um, and you were still, um, you know, dealing with your addiction or in your addiction, not knowing you had, or maybe you did have one and you just didn't give a shit. You know, you acknowledge it, you just didn't care. Um, what did you feel like the need to use um, whatever substance it was you were to get through your shift or just like going to work? Because... I'm not going to lie. I've been in a place in my life where I fucking hated where I worked, where we, you and I I used to actually work together, Olivia. I hated that job. So I would, I would drink before I went into work and I, you know, the line cooks that work there, they, we drink during our shift. Did you find yourself doing the same thing?
2: Um, not always. Definitely at the place that we work together. I remember like our employer saying, you're getting really expensive with the amount of Jameson you consume each shift.
1: <laughs> I
2: was like, oh shit That's why you always drink <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, But like um I think in like the beginnings of my jobs, so I was like, I'm gonna start on a new, it's a new job and a new me. Um, yeah. but towards the end of it, like it was like slowly um sipping off the the martinis, like when you made a martini and you yeah. were the excess.
3: D- oh, drinking the excess.
2: Game. I know that. Or game. taking tasters of beer throughout your shift.
0: <laughs> like, it
2: always started there to like me uh, full on drinking on the job and then finding places that allowed me to drink. I got a job at a tequila bar because I could put back lots of tequila and still fucking stand. Like, that's why I got the job was because, because I could. Because you can just
1: <laughs> fuck a pound tequila. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What a shitty, uh, what a shitty fucking way to like an entry interview. Hey, you want a job? Drink all of all
0: of this now. <laughs> Pine up tequila, right? Drink that and let me see how you're doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, like the owner, I was like, hey, I really want to work here, and you know, she goes, "I've seen you drink. I think you can." Like, wow, I was such a what regular. A,
1: <laughs> what a toxic fucking environment. Like looking back on it now, that's fucking awful.
2: Yeah, but what, you know, it seemed awesome. I was like, "Oh my god, I got a job that I can drink openly at!" Like, this is fantastic. This is like hitting the fucking lotto.
0: I know, and a lot of people view that as such a such an exciting thing. And like, I I see people in and out of this industry, and ah, oh my god, I'm just like, what do you stop?
1: Yeah, but see, do you think you would listen if someone we were doing it back then? No,
0: not If someone told
1: us that shit, you know what I mean? I would never. Everything's fine. I got this. It's fine. You know what what I mean? Right. No, this is all. Everything is okay. And next thing you know, you come out the other end. You're fucking 40 pounds overweight and alcoholic and probably have a fucking eight ball of coke in your wallet. You know what I mean? Like, it's a. Yeah. uh, It's. (laughs) Olivia? Yeah. Uh-huh. It sounds about right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You hit the nail on the head there. There's a certain point where, like. You can't function on the, like, you need something more. And you're like, oh, cocaine, okay. that'll get me right. through my shift now. Yep. Been there.
0: Fucking been there. I'm willing <laughs> I'm, I'm like, to admit it. I, I, surprisingly, I've not, I've had like probably three shifts in my entire career in the hospitality industry where I was like, oh, fuck, I should probably do some blow. Really? Were you hungover? It was more like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to be here for five more hours. I uh, did not plan on this and I need to survive. Um, which is not a good feeling to have ever. Like, fuck off. Like, it's not a good feeling to be like, oh, yeah, I should probably do this. Um, All right. Ah, uh, yeah, no.
1: What about you, Olivia? Have you ever like rolled into work, like hungover and shit, and been like, I need, I need cocaine to get me through my shift?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: That was <laughs> yeah. no, the like same. More,
2: more, more times than one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes just boredom, like, ah, oh, it's slow.
0: Right. Oh, that's
2: let's turn this up. (laughs) uh, Let's go.
0: I work with several people and like when it's slow, when it's slow and I'm not I'm not getting tips, I'm like, just gonna have some fucking drinks. If I'm not getting paid for my wallet, I might as well get paid for my liver. Right. the other people that are like, it's slow, I'm not gonna drink today. And I'm like, I love that mentality. Good for you. I should be better about my life. Yeah, but
1: well, I mean, right. <laughs> honestly, though, at least you're, fuck, you're, you're fucking self aware. There's something to be said about that. You know what I mean? Like acknowledging it that, you know, it's a problem or it's a thing is, is one thing.
0: Yeah, it's valid. And it's not it's something like, I should do. And it's something I'm much better about not doing, but which is great. Yeah, it's still annoying and weird. I'm like, well, I'm here. So either I'm going to eat way too much or. Mm-hmm. I'm have got several shots of tequila. <laughs> right. Not fuck a good it. look, but still. <laughs> right.
2: But uh, you're stuck in that situation and I don't know. It was always the case of the fuckets, right? Fuck it. Right. Turn it up. At least at are least they I'm do fire have a me? story to tell at the end of it. Yeah. That <laughs> are right. they gonna fire me? What what else could they do? Yeah,
0: what are they gonna do?
1: Right, oh cool. shit, the I owners would drink with us at some fucking places. You know what I mean? The one I was a Yeah fine dining sous chef, but man the the owners those chef owner drank more than i did on shift there were nights where he would get so fucked up he would fall asleep in the office and these are these are not like tuesday night shifts this is, these are friday saturday night shifts like bleh, sorry what i don't know why i was going with that um so should you segue number two what what was the deciding factor that made you want to get out was there like did you have like an epiphany moment you know what i mean where you're just like in the shower one day and everything clicked or was it a slow like a gradual process uh or was it a moment that triggered it like oh i did that last night i don't want to i don't ever want to repeat that again
2: i no, i had multiples of those like <laughs> that was really shitty or why am i waking up why am i here wait where am i <laughs> right big uh, like, to piece yep. it all together i don't have a baby of uh, dogs
1: playing poker where the fuck am i
2: <laughs> i mean that's like the insanity of it right but like that happened all the time i just didn't i like had wrecking realized that i had not remembered months like the end yeah. of days for months and i was like oh god but I think like drunk me was way more aware of the problem than sober me was. Like I, I was Like
0: I, yeah, I'm a pull
2: yourself up by the bootstraps type of person. Like the sensation of being hungover like a real was Nebraska like,
0: girl. like, like yes. right? Yeah. Oh, I know that. All right. I appreciate that, and I fuck with that. All right.
2: Like every day was uncomfortable. Like every day you just felt shitty. Every day, and I was like, oh, this is just. And speaking of poops, like you just shit weird all the time. <laughs> 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 I mean, let's be honest;
1: it's true. Yeah, like, buttholes, but
2: guys. Guy. Hey, <laughs> <normalized> yes,
1: <poops. laughs> normalized, normalized but, normalized buttholes.
2: I want two uh, buttholes. But oh God, really? <gasps> Why not? Two places that you get to shit out of. I feel like that's uh, that's what over. What if the
1: other one just spit out candy or like shooters or some shit? I don't want to eat candy out of your second <laughs> butthole. All right? You would never know. know it was there. It's it's wrapped. Anyways,
0: side <laughs> note on buttholes, my uh, one of my regulars at the bar is uh, for my birthday, he's sending me uh, two bidets because of another regular, so my Last. butthole's gonna be pristine, my friends. Quiz, pristine bidets of the shit, no joke. I'll fill you in on my butthole later,
1: guys. All, All right. right, can't wait. <laughs> New podcast, fucking huh? Collins, asshole. Let's go. <laughs> okay,
2: so now that's <laughs> me down.
1: So now that you do do find yourself sober, what is it you find you filling your time with? Because I mean, let's be honest, like when you're in the thick of it, that is what you do like all the time is drink or use, you know what I mean? Like, what do you find yourself doing these days to distract you or keep you busy?
2: I took up when I first got sober, I took up needlepoint. Like the part about getting sober, I was like, I'm not ready to leave my friends, Right. And I didn't want to leave the service industry because that's what I knew. And I felt like switching careers would be like blowing up my whole life. Like, wow. wait, I, I, I can't that. drink, nor nor can I like do what I know. So I started doing needlepoint and like embroidery, and I would take it with me to bars and like sit at oh, the bar. With
3: yeah. it. <laughs> and like
2: needlepoint. Yeah, <laughs> But I mean it. Like it evolves. You know, I you probably a- had
1: a weird nickname, right, to the server staff. Like that's needlepoint girl, or some shit.
2: Maybe, but I went to the same places. Like I felt like a lot of people were cheering me on because, like, oh, I love that. I, had the- <laughs> I, love-, I love that, I- Olivia. <laughs> fuck yes, <laughs> it was, I had a really great support group. But I think it was a that I had a problem. Yeah. Uh, like that my regular bar i had to sober me had to cut off drunk me ahead of time like i had to tell the bartender that when i fall out of a stool you can't continue to give me wine and shots of tequila like that should be the end of it Like that should be illegal <laughs> and it is yeah. I know, but i was like you can't keep on like don't keep on feeding me because right. i'll keep on drinking it and i don't right. know any better
0: right I had a woman woman two months ago who like comes in and smashes picklebacks and she fell asleep at the bar and I was like she like I was like honey you can't sleep at the bar you (laughs) can't and she was like all right can I just get two more and I was like no no and she was like I'm tired I was working all day and I was like honey it's illegal <laughs> and also you don't need it i don't want to lose my job right. i like my job right like uh, like you can't trust your drunk self because obviously we all make very bad decisions when we're drunk all right or when you were drunk like oh my god yeah no
2: ulterior motives right like yeah. drunk drunk me had some strange motives
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no. <laughs> and, that ventured too much and went rogue too often
0: have you ever lost a shoe
2: no okay but i've had plenty of foot injuries
1: what okay so what has been that that you can remember um has been like your most outlandish drunk adventure
2: oh i don't i i don't think i would remember it i was like queen blackout but oh olivia
0: you're still a queen all right right (laughs) You, you might not be clean blackout, but you're still a queen, all right. And I support you, and I might be your biggest fan now. So, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think while drunk, but I was like a when I took hallucinogens, I was a runner, and my friends banned me from hallucinogens because I would get like really messed up and be like i'm going elsewhere and like i can imagine the way I, that i looked with like these wide eyes and be like uh-huh. oh elsewhere and i would book it like i literally just message a friend i was like remember when you used to chase my rogue ass around town <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good friend uh, i never i did run into beats antique though on a rogue run which was sneak
1: is that a band
2: it's yeah it's really true yeah. beats Antique is like electronic.
1: When have you ever known me to listen to electronic music?
2: Oh, I guess I guess that's true. Right. I get. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Let's do the math here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you, well, no, you don't drink. Have you replaced it with something else? Because I see people who are like, well, I don't drink anymore, but I drink 12 fucking cups of coffee a fucking day.
2: Mm, yeah, I... I think, like, idle hands are difficult. That's probably why I needle-pointed, because I didn't know what to do with my hands if it wasn't, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yep, right. wasn't... I know it. I know it. <laughs> right. They have to be occupied. But I, like, started a mocktail list so, like, people could have a drink and be a part of instead of apart from. Because, <clears throat> like, that red plastic cup of water makes you apart from. In right. every situation.
0: I, I fucking hate that culture of just like, if you come into a bar and you don't want to drink, that people want to shame you for it. And I got, I have like, I just had a woman who just had a baby and like for two months she came in and had, she was like, I know it's annoying, but can I get like a mocktail? And I'm like, whatever you want, I will make you some right. I don't care. creative ass shit. Right. I want you to hang out. Like, that's it. The whole shaming culture of not drinking is fucking bullshit because if you're going to a bar, it should be an inclusive environment. Whatever you're Mm -hmm. doing, I am here to support you. That's why I just don't, I don't support like that woman that was trying to like make jokes about someone drugging her, which is a terrible joke. Fuck that woman. Once again, fuck off. If you want to come in and have a goddamn water, I'm never going to tell you no. And what I tell people constantly is like, water's important. Everyone should drink water, all right? Fucking have a water. You want me to make you some weird-ass fruity drink with an umbrella in it that has no booze in it? Fuck yeah, let's go. It's all juice. It's going to be delicious. Uh, right. Like, fucking, I want you to feel... like That's, ah, fucking, I, I hate people. I just hate people. Like, no, no,
1: I get it
2: 100%. I think that there's, like, this great mocktail, you know, movement that's happening as more and more people are choosing sobriety, either because they have an addiction issue or for, like, health reasons... That like there's all these mocktail bars or zero proof bars that are opening up or. There's
0: a there's a couple here in New York that I have not visited. Really. Um, I That's it's not, not cool. cool. Like I like that. I mean, I like booze, so like really, I have to have like a reason to go. Like it's all not right. stable, but like no, no, I get it.
2: It would even if you're like research, right? Cause making like a well balanced, like the point of a mocktail is that it's going to hold up against a cocktail. And yeah. the juice concoction that you get is just like nasty ass sugar. Like it's just oh, a whole it's... bunch of sugar. Well, <laughs> right. um, um,
0: have you heard of, uh, Olivia, have you heard of ritual?
2: Yes, I have. I have not tried ritual, but I've tried a whole wealth of things.
0: Okay. So I, Like only know about ritual. And this is going to be a quick segue into this. Like because my brother doesn't drink, I decided to buy him a bottle of tequila because whenever I go and visit him and his in-laws, I make them cocktails. That's what I do. I show up and they're like, fucking CJ's in town. We're getting good ass drinks. Make everyone drinks. My brother kind of felt left out because of it. So I bought him a bottle of the ritual tequila for his birthday, which Not bad. It's got a little burn, but it's more of like a chili burn to it. Mm -hmm. So it It kind of like, I I kind of see how it would fill a void. So I made everyone espresso martinis, mostly with vodka, And then I made mine with vodka, And then I made him one with the ritual tequila. But I also have a thing about like matching glassware. So I made like his in-laws matching drinks. I made his wife like her own drink. She had like a gimlet, like a blueberry gimlet or something. I don't know. I made it whatever. And then I made our drinks in the same glasses. And then I'm holding in and I look around the room and I'm like, oh fuck, Lance, I fucked up. And wow. my brother is a very strong individual. Um, short, sure, but like fucking that dude will murder anyone. And I, I was was just like him. he was like, What did you do? And I was like, No, no, your drink is fine, but I can never let this out of my hand. I can never set this down. I could never set this down. I made fresh whipped cream. I made espresso, like whatever. But it was very nice because he like felt, he felt involved. And mm-hmm. uh, like, I, made him, nice. I made him like two or three. Just that not, like, night. alienated. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and not that he ever feels like alienated, but I don't know. It was nice to like make him like a legit drink. So yeah. Right on. I, How did he like it? Oh my God. He loved it. I yeah? Like I said, I made him two or three. Nice. That day. I mean, like, if, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. So like, right, you know espresso, I did. I made my own simple syrup. I made fresh root cream. Mm. Damn, you went all out. Well, service I go heart baby. Right? That's what I'm talking about. Look at you I go hard. sounds right. lovely. So, I mean, Olivia, if you ever come to New York, I'll buy the ingredients and I will make you a virgin espresso martini any goddamn day of the week. It will be tequila because virgin vodka doesn't really exist because that doesn't I don't.
1: How would you even do I that? don't know
0: what that tastes like. Right. <laughs> but it'll be a nice, like chili spice, like fucking espresso martini. And girl, like if a you're Mexican coming to New chocolate York,
2: chocolate martini.
0: Oh, yeah, I could fuck with that. And if you're coming <laughs> yeah. to New York, I will put stuff in my bar to make sure that you are fucking welcome. All right. I got you.
1: There you go. Full service bars on your bands. Also, come so, hang well, out. Well, I love you. It's a lot of fun. Right. So. <laughs> New York is dope.
2: New York's definitely one of my stops. I think that that like for people that don't drink, that's like the biggest thing about being in a social situation is like being being apart apart from. And it's like awesome that you were able to give him like a space where he could be included and have the same glassware.
0: Yeah, like I don't want to give it to you in a plastic cup. Fuck that. All right. Fuck the right.
2: plastic cups. <laughs> all right.
0: Fuck the plastic cup. Yeah, I fuck right? with the plastic Even if you're cup, having I a water, fucking put it in a fucking pint glass. I don't give a shit. Like. Right, and also it's better for the environment, guys. Put it, just okay, put it, put it in a flute. Okay, put it in a flute. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, actually, the first ever virgin drink I made for my brother, I I was kind of a dick about it, but I made oh it as g- you
1: gave it to him in a flute, you dick.
0: No, no oh, it's I was worse. like, it's well, shit. all right, it's worse. I gave him, I gave him a this pink drink that involved pineapple, grenadine. I don't know, it's been years, it's was like 10 years ago, right? Uh, but, The garnish that I put on the glass was a banana that I cut in half and then cut a slit on the side, put it on the side of the glass with two orange slices directly next to it. (laughs) So it was a pink drink with a dick on it. (laughs) Mm. And I made him that for his friend's bachelorette party or rehearsal dinner. I don't remember. Right. And the gal that was getting married was like, okay, this is fucking delicious, but can I get this with booze in it? I made about <laughs> several of those that night, and oh my God, it's cute. Right. <laughs> but it was a dick on a glass.
1: <laughs> I mean gotta get creative with it. Fuck it. yeah, okay. So is there anything else you wanna you wanna touch on, Olivia, or
2: I don't think I actually entirely answered your question about like what I do aside from mocktails.
0: sorry, i, I I'm, yeah. uh, no, I'm no no, cool. very easily. no, it's, it's <laughs> great it's great answer. That's great. <laughs> But what were you um,
2: I think that like, I do think that like you, you switch, right? Like when you occupy your time in different ways and there's something about getting sober that I kept on saying I was going to do things and then never, you know, all oh, one day, like I'll go and do that. I have this dream, but I think like making sure that I do do those things. Cause like when you quit drinking, you have a shitload of money, like way more. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Like you're like, Oh God. Um, and when you I have have how have many like... how many, <laughs> many Faberge
0: eggs do you have? Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing how much you spend on like liquor alone. Yo, um...
1: seriously, like oh my god, like I did about as okay tangent story, but I had about a sobriety, uh, sobriety a number of years ago for like three months, and after a while, I started looking at my bank account, and I was like where did this comment come from? Because I haven't seen that in a very long time. So I just, Mm -hmm. I I just started collecting a whole bunch of wine at that point. But anyways, you were saying,
2: I, I've like made this commitment to like life experiences. So um, I went skydiving a while ago and then convinced my mother to jump out of a plane with me.
1: Damn, That's That's so fucking cool.
2: So in April, I'm going to throw my 67-year-old mother out of a goddamn plane. And I'm so pumped. <laughs> that's so tight. Uh, well, and I just I'm, tickets kids to Alaska. Like, I'm, like, in Santa Fe now.
1: That's so dope. Like, most mom and daughters get, like, brunch and shit. Nah, bitch, we're going fucking skydiving. Ask if you to bring a mimosa with you. And, like, a squeeze squeeze or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I-
2: I just told my mom I was like you only live once. Like, don't you want to jump out of a plane at least once in your life? Like yeah, you're sixty-seven. Survive. What do you have to right. lose?
3: <laughs>
1: right, valid. You've lived yeah. a
2: life, but yeah, right on, man.
1: Yeah, bigger balls than I do. I would never jump out of a fucking plane. So, props to you on that shit. Like, what about you, Colin? Would you jump out of a plane? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would. I love heights. Y'all, yeah. yeah, wow.
0: I've like I've fucking jumped up off a hundred foot cliffs Like, no let's go. Down. See the cliff thing, I don't mind because I know that there's a safety at the bottom. But if that shoot, don't oh, pull. But no, okay, it's all right. Through pancakes okay. for whoever's with me. I will say this: the time that I jumped off of a hundred foot cliff into water, I did not land accurately, and I Whoa. had an enema that I never thought I was going to have for years.
2: So, speaking of buttholes,
0: <laughs> yeah, normalized <laughs> buttholes. Right, <laughs> normalized normalize concepts. Oh, yeah. I could like had to ride home in a speedboat like sitting halfway off of my ass oh yeah Just like this is Every cool time I this fucking is hit a bump it was terrible but yeah. I, would I do it again absolutely all
2: right I think that like cliff diving is way scarier than jumping out of a plane
3: what
2: yeah like you're left to your own devices on a cliff like it's you and the heights and like whatever natural elements are there. But with a plane, like you're strapped on to someone that's done this like hundreds of times. Like they know what's up, right? But Let's I don't need jumping off.
0: They legally have like, to. <laughs> I know. <that. laughs> might, okay, I know. I hey, you might go through some shady <laughs> shit though, okay? I've done a lot of shady shit in my days. Alright, you think cocaine for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, well I think that's going to end this week's or this month's episode because we're doing this once a month now because I don't really want to pay the money or give time to do it every week. Um, But as we always do at the end of every episode, Colin, uh, what would you like to plug?
0: Um, You can uh, find me on Instagram at Colin Ferguson. Uh, Olivia, add me. Let's be best friends now. I would love that. Um, (laughs) Anyone else, please add me. I would like to be your friend, but I mean, we'll figure out if we're best friends or not. I don't know. Um, You can find me on blanket chronicles on Twitch. Instagram, YouTube, uh, we do a show on there where we talk about movies. Currently, we're going through the catalog of the Fast and Furious universe, which has been a uh, fucking weird triumph. We're going to be hopping back on right after I move and get my new studio space set up. Yeah, that's probably it right now. Like, yeah. Right um, uh, Drew, where can people find you?
1: Um, Well, I don't really have anything of my own personal thing to plug besides this podcast, but you can find this podcast uh pretty much wherever you listen to this bo- uh, podcast spotify iHeartRadio, apple apple cast i don't know what that is i don't fuck with iOS i wish shit um, you can also now find this podcast on instagram at mise plaster because why would it be anything else that would be dumb but yeah that's about it uh olivia do you want to say anything or plug anything before we get out of here
2: i don't think i want to plug anything but thank you guys for having me and if you do have any questions about getting sober you can comment or whatever on the, your email addresses on, you know, I don't know how you guys do that, but I'll reach out to you.
0: Yeah. And we, yeah. yeah we mean, can always forward things to you that come to us. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So if you have
1: questions about sobriety that you would like answered by Olivia, you can reach us at that service podcast at gmail.com and we will make sure she gets your question. Olivia, yeah.
0: thank you so much. This yes. has been such an interesting topic that was very for me, fun. Yeah. and I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy really. it. And I am excited that someday in my life I might get to actually see your face in person.
2: Yes, right. I'd love to go to New York. Uh,
0: I will. I will Do fill it. our time with very cool things and cool places and fun mocktails and probably video games. So, hope you're cool with that. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Well,
1: as always, thank you for listening. If you are listening, we appreciate it. You can hit us at that service podcast. If you have ideas, if you want to be on the show. All of us are doing this remotely from Colorado to New York City to Nebraska. So you don't have to be local. Yeah, I think that's going to be it. Good app, guys. All right. Fuck All right. yeah, guys. All right.
2: Thanks. Yay. Yeah. There we go.